welcome to Healthy Perspectives with Jeremiah, a podcast that brings you current social and cultural issues through a clinical lens. Hello, hello, welcome back. All right. Today we have you or the problem segment number five. I have kept this thing going far longer than I thought I would. My attention span usually isn't that great when it comes to this kind of stuff, but this seems to be working for me because I get to use some of the things that I have learned and I'm really actually kind of enjoying the process of finding a scene somewhere that allows me to break things down for you, the listeners. So those of you who are not joining us on YouTube or Rumble, it's going to be a little bit difficult today because I am really going to focus on how you're the problem if you're not paying attention to paraverbal and body language. Paraverbals are tone, volume, and cadence, and body language is what you see, which I will attempt to describe, but let's be real. Seeing it is just a different ballgame. So today... We are going to go with The Goonies. The Goonies has a scene. I'm setting the stage for you here a little bit. There's a guy named Chunk, a little kid, and he's a little bit on the bigger side. And he gets cut by the Fratellis, the bad guys. These are the, these are the ones chasing them. And if you haven't seen this movie, great movie. Uh, it's, you know, it's, Kind of like a fantasy adventure uh, for kids, but it's got some adult stuff in it too, in terms of language and just the the fun of it. So, I think it is a good uh, fit for just about any kind of audience, to be honest. And it takes me back because this is put together. A lot of it was filmed. I think most of it uh, was filmed in Astoria, Oregon, and that was not too far down the road from where I grew up. So I'm going to start with that. I'm going to show you the scene. This is the scene where, you know, they got the blender out and they're going to uh, get Chunk to talk. All right, here we go. And those of you who are following along, you're about to see this pop on the screen. Great deal. I'm going to make it bigger so that you all can see it nice and clear, I hope. All right. What I want you to pay attention to in this first part, because Chunk does an amazing job. He does an absolutely amazing job of letting you see fear in his face. And then listen to the paraverbals, because this matters. We've got to pick this stuff up in our social situations. The paraverbals, the tone, the volume, and the speed of communication. It's going to be a short Short little clip here, so pay attention. Let's see what we get. Then the fleshy okay, for those of you who can see this, the look on his face is absolute dread. He nails this. As an actor, as a young boy actor, he absolutely nails this moment. Without even knowing anything about this, we can look at him and say something is seriously wrong. And if you can't see that, you're the problem. Now, 
tell me where your other little friends are. The fireplace. Don't lie to me. Honestly, we went over to Mikey's dad's place, and we found a map that said that underneath this place there's buried treasure. Okay. That was a really short clip, but I asked you to pay attention to paraverbals. Now, for those of you who are listening and not watching, you can't see the facial expressions, but I can just about guarantee if you slowed down in your world just enough to actually listen, not just to have it as background noise, but to actually listen, you heard fast communication. You heard tone inflection that was high and cracking. This is a great example of what we look for in paraverbals when somebody is in distress. There is a little caveat here I want to point out. Some people respond in a completely different way. So not all distress comes out like this, but a lot of it does. The other thing that can happen in a scenario like this is a person can, well, they can freeze up, right? Or they can cover up. If they're so full of fear, they can cover up the fear or at least attempt to. And you may see affect body language that doesn't match up with the paraverbals, the tone, volume, and the cadence. When you see that mismatch, that's important to register. And if you don't register that, you just might be the problem. That incongruence is a big deal when we're in distress. Because a lot of people, they struggle to be vulnerable. Now, Chunk, as you can see, if you're still watching on the screen right here, no problem being vulnerable. He absolutely nails this part. Okay, we're going to fast forward to about two minutes. Let me see. I got two minutes, 14. Hold on. And we're going to just go ahead and we're going to start right here. This is further along in the scene where they now are about to blend his hand in the blender. But don't worry, nothing to stress here. Little, little break the news situation. They don't get his hand. All right. What I want you to do again, please watch the paraverbals. Watch the body language as I, as I was. Listen to the paraverbals. Watch the body language. All right. Here we go. So the bats just came out of the basement, the one that he said there, the, they were, there was treasure underneath. But take a look at his face. His face right there is different. This is not fear for himself. If you can't see that, you might be part of the problem. He has shifted into a new state, a new role. And let's listen to what he says. And how he says it, those paraverbals again. All right, here we go. Mikey, if you can hear me, run! His role shifted. It shifted from fear and self-protection to other protection. His face softened. Even though he still may be scared, now that he's protecting someone else, he is emboldened. 
He has opened up. His mannerisms have shifted. His eyes softened. He has gotten louder. But you don't hear the cracking and creaking in his voice because he cares about others. And now he's in mode of protecting others. And if you can't see that, you also might be part of the problem. Now, I showed this video clip in hopes of doing what we've been doing in the segment, You're the Problem. My hope is that you go internal. You look inside of you and you ask, what am I missing? What am I missing about their presentation? If they're incongruent, did I miss it? If they're saying one thing and living another, that's incongruent. Are they, uh, are they telling me with the paraverbals, the tone, the volume, and the cadence that something is wrong, even though their words are saying, I'm good. When the words and the paraverbals or the nonverbals aren't aligned, if you don't catch it, you're the problem. Now, Again, let me remind you, I'm not here to tell you what a terrible person you are. We are going to miss this stuff. I'm here to help you practice. Train yourself to catch these things. Body language that doesn't align with the paraverbal communication, that maybe doesn't align with the words. It only takes one of the three telling you something different to know that something is going on there. And if you slow down in your world just a smidgen and you catch any one of those three telling you a different story and you ask about it, you are going to be empathetic. You're going to catch things that people maybe don't want you to catch, but at the same time, they kind of do. That's how we do it. As a therapist, as a, a, a just a person walking along in the, in the, on the sidewalk, interact with, in, uh, interacting with a stranger. Bah, my words, my words. You can do that in your day. And if you get even a little bit better at it, you might become less of the problem. That's what I got for you today. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much for joining us and come back again. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Take a look at the details of our podcast for links to our website and other helpful information.